Welcome to my hearth, my fire. I am Rune Walker, Walker Between Worlds. I want to say that sometimes shit just doesn't happen. The sequence in which I will speak about the runes is not pre-planned. By me, anyway. Each time I start a new episode, I pull a rune from my red cloth bag. There are stories to be told by allowing the runes to choose the order in which we interact with them. I love it. They have voices and will participate with us, if only to show us that we aren't paying attention. You by no means are required to listen to the episodes in order. But the manner in which they are being woven together by the Nornir is such that much, much more can be learned and understood about ourselves and our lives if you do. Before we dive into the room called Uru's, I would like to talk about intellect, intuition, and instinct. I believe we have three ways of knowing. Intellect, intuition, and instinct. Sometimes I see them as cauldrons, sometimes wells, and sometimes I see them as golden bowls. These three, for the time being, let's call them wells. These wells correspond to parts of the body and are experienced there. Intellect is placed in the brain or head area. Intuition is around the heart. An instinct sits in your lower abdomen. I've learned over the years that most of us try to logic or use our intellect to rationalize or explain our spiritual experiences. Honestly, for me, when I use my intellect during a spiritual experience, it's only to allow images to materialize. I will say that these images are results of experiences or experiencing the rune or a spirit or a guide in one or both of the other wells. The reason I wanted to bring these wells of knowing into the conversation is because Uru's is very much tied to the well of instinct. The process I've set up for doing this show starts on a Friday. I begin by pulling a rune from my bag. I guess I don't literally ask it to be present, but it knows that it's the guest for the week and therefore shows up in my everyday. This can get a little dicey, though. The runes exist on a spectrum, not a binary system. So we can get anything from mild to, well, wild. So this week, Urus came from the bag. Like I said earlier, I don't plan this out. And I seriously could not have chosen better after last episode's discussion on Tevas. I feel like peeling away the layers of bullshit and finding our own center and truths is a way, well, in a way, leads to Urus. Urus is a rune that takes many shapes and encompasses more than a few concepts. One that is quite common is its tie to the aurochs. The aurochs is a species of large cattle that roamed part of Europe, Asia, and North Africa, becoming ex extinct in the 1600s. Over time, the aurochs ran out of grazing lands as humans began farming more, and they were eventually domesticated, leading to their extinction. This part of their story is one that is usually expressed during readings. It asks my clients, what saddles and rides you? 
What part of you is aching to be unbridled and run free? You know, as a species, especially in the last 1,000 years, we have spent much time and effort to domesticate everything around us, even ourselves. Our greatest gift to ourselves is freeing the tamed being inside each of us. I had to take a break and take a long soak. As I stated before, the runes are complex. My mind was being pulled in so many directions, I needed to stop. Just stop and return. Return to the water, to the womb, to my primordial memory. As I lay in the water, I was guided to continue speaking about the wisdom available to us from Urus as it pertains to the aurochs. To make it more solidified, I remembered that earlier I had pulled some cards. These cards alluded to the moon and its cycles, freedom, and then an image came to my mind. The image was of the moon on water card from the Wildwood Tarot deck. The description of the card by the authors is as follows. A full moon rising above primal swampland illuminates a dark winter sky. The fallow landscape is dotted with hardy marsh reeds that survive and thrive in the peat-enriched water. A primal egg lies submerged in the nutrient-rich swamp full of potential energy and creative power. The bare trees reach up toward the sky and await the return of spring as a flight of crows and a heron circle above. A lone aurochs moves across the mysterious landscape. The moon is the nearest companion to us in the solar system, and it physically affects the tides and cycles of life on the earth, but its power goes far beyond that. I have a question for you. Do you think it's okay to take a nap during the day? I dare say most of us have been taught or programmed to think that it's lazy. Even in the concept that it's a rich man's thing to do, we place a negative emotion on it. Our ancestors might have thought us mad if they saw us out in the heat of the day during the summer doing hard work. It wasn't the smart thing to do. Yet, in the winter months, it may have been okay. There is so much to learn from Urus about the natural rhythms of life on Earth, which include the influence of the moon. Along with the rhythms of the Earth, we can explore the rhythms of our own beings. Until this week, after being sick and in bed for three days, and no, it wasn't a man flu, I realized that I need some isolation. In one aurochs exploration, I found that some of the modern descendants can be classified as solitary or gregarious in behavior. I had always assumed they were herds. They stayed in herds. I did find in my journal from 2014 an entry that reads, Urus came to my mound, staff in hand. I saw, standing on an esker, herds of big aurochs or mammoths, They followed the season, the food. 
They all disappeared but one. Then they slowly began to reappear. There may have been times of the year when they were solitary and then came into her during the rut or for winter protection. We do not need to be around people 24-7. What's your feeling about this? Where do you resist your own urge to hibernate or to go into the wilderness alone in exchange for socially acceptable crowds? I guess those are the personality traits of Urus that we were supposed to discuss today. Although before I close with a bit of writing I did a few years ago, I want to challenge you to think about this. What is, or maybe is there, a deeper connection between the aurochs and the moon that will allow us to know Urus in a very different way? Again, what is, or is there, a deeper connection between the aurochs and the moon that will allow us to know Urus in a very different way? Let's finish with some musings on Urus. Wild. Be wild. Be untamed, free. Free yourself. Follow your instincts, your gut, your blood line. Back all the way, back to the place and time when we had to, had to trust our noses that told us of danger, of food, of sex. Trust your body. The recycled molecules that make up your body have been around much longer than you. Respect that. Trust that. Trust them. And in doing so, you will find you. Hey, buddy. Thanks for that one. That was great. 